Welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast, where each week I answer your questions on all things mindset and manifestation. I'm obsessed with helping you create the life of your dreams. And in this podcast, I do my very best to guide you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope you love today's episode. Okay, this is episode one of season two of the Ask Sophie podcast. It is time for me to extend a ginormous, huge, massive, great, big, warm welcome to you. Before I even get into anything, I totally feel like it is the first day back at school and I don't know which building I'm supposed to be going to and who my teacher is, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. You will likely know that this is the first episode I've done of the Ask Sophie podcast since before the summer holidays and I'm only just over COVID and it was actually pretty unwell so it's a bit like whoa here I am I remember Abby who used to do my social media for me uh we had a conversation maybe it was like after she'd been ill or after Christmas or something I said you know that feeling where it's like you've come off the the is it the B road is, or what B road the A road the, the sort of the slower road and you're suddenly on the middle of, of the in the middle of the M25 <laughs> and people are driving really fast they're not messing about and you've been pootling along so that's kind of my vibe at the moment but what's also my vibe is I am so 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 excited to be here I don't know if you're excited I'm back but I'm excited I'm back and I am super pumped to be recording this episode and also just just to be here and to be sharing on what I'm going to share on today. Now before I get into anything more and even like a little behind the scenes I am going to do a share from Love Notes. Uh, some of you will know that I I can't remember when I did this now, but a little while back, I did change the name to Love Notes versus Love Notes from God, because some some of you guys didn't like that term, and I tapped into the main man himself, and he said he didn't mind, you wanted it, so I was like, okay, and so my beloved Love Notes from God is now Love Notes, it's easy to say, so that's a, that's a bonus. Anyway, I'm going to share a, a quote, a page from Love Notes from God. I'm going to do my typical check that I'm recording. I am recording. Um, yeah, let's see what comes up today before I get into the topic that I'm going to share on. Okay, give me a moment to tune in. Okay, here we go. You are so safe with me. You are so safe with my love. I am sorry, and I am with you always. It didn't sound right then. I told you it's my first day back to school. Can't even read anymore. My love goes with you all places. Come home to me now. I'm going to read it again so that I can do a better job this time. You are so safe with me. 
you are so safe with my love. And I am with you always. My love goes with you all places. Come home to me now. Okay, hopefully that resonated, that landed with you. So today's episode is called How to Manifest Money in Brackets or Anything. And I've been talking about this a bit on Instagram. I haven't really been on social media the last couple of weeks while I was ill, which is really unlike me, but I just wasn't well enough. Um, but the couple of sort of mentions I've done in my stories, I have said that in the last couple of weeks, I have been, I've had a renewed focus on manifesting wealth, which I've been at for a while, but like I say, it's a renewed focus and there's something specific, something in particular that I'm doing that I am uber keen to share with you, which is what this podcast is all about. And of course, as ever, you can apply what I say today to manifesting wealth, money, if that's something that is on the agenda for you right now, or you can apply it, you can use these techniques, what I'm going to share to whatever you're wanting, you are hoping to manifest. But before I get into that, just a little behind the scenes, I've alluded to this already. And I've been talking about this a bit on social media. The last couple of weeks since I got back from Thailand, I was actually really quite unwell with COVID. I don't think it was just COVID. I think it was a combination of the travel with uh, with two kids and some stressful things that had happened preceding that and being tired post-holiday and I think my immune system wasn't geared up to deal with the COVID in the way that it normally would have done and anyway without getting into all the details and in all honesty I absolutely love to share because I love to serve, to help, to inspire, to guide, as you know. And also authenticity is massive for me. Particularly, it's, it, I've never been a fan of, of BS, of just saying things that you don't mean and, and so on and so forth. But as I'm now in my 45th year of life, because I turned 45 on August 8th, obviously I wasn't podcasting then. Um, and I'm going through this, this shift that happens I don't I don't I can't speak to what happens for guys because most of my clients are women and I'm obviously a woman <laughs> um, but I know that particularly for women at this stage this phase in life we go through what Christiane Northrup and I did do an episode on this a few a little while back I forget when it was on my musings on menopause um go check that out if you haven't and you're at the same sort of stage of life as I am but she called it a breakdown to breakthrough and suffice to say the last few months there have been some things going on that I I can't share on because it it, other people are involved and I would love to and I will say as much as I'm able to in pieces but there's only so much I can say because uh because of the fact that other people are involved anyway I have been through some stuff some challenges some in human terms in the physical world some stresses I can just see Susie coming I don't know if she's gonna I feel like she's probably itching to get on the podcast as much as I am, but let's just see. Uh, side note, I did 
some photographs the other week and guess who oh, I can see her now guess who want you coming up Susie guess who wants to be involved Susie in fact I did get a few there she is she's coming to say hello she's purring um sorry you can't see Susie if you're listening only and not watching this on YouTube but she's here she's <laughs> getting involved anyway um if I can get back to what I was saying, if I remember now that Susie's thrown me, it doesn't take much. But the last kind of few months in particular, there have been challenges and things going on. And I feel like being dramatic as I am, but this is what's in my heart to say, I feel like the version of me who has or who is emerging the other side is like version 2.0. And the same me in essence essentially and I've said this before I won't take credit for many things in life but I do take credit for my kindness and the goodness in my heart still that kindness still that goodness but with a stronger edge a little bit maybe I could say feisty a little bit more confident and self-assured and what I realize what I know is that I really want to be an advocate, someone who stands up for the people who are like the underdog or the, the different ones or the left behind or the ones that don't have a big ego who can get just kind of swallowed up in this world that lends itself in many respects. It's easier for extroverts and the outspoken ones and just a different type of personality and what I realize of course is that if I want to be this advocate this leader for people who are like me who have had experience of feeling less than and lonely and unloved and left behind then I need this real strength in me and it has always been there but I feel like there's this renewed vigor and I'm really excited to be feeling well again. I'm not quite 100%, but I'm nearly there to be feeling more like myself again. And so excited, therefore, to be sharing what I'm sharing on today because nothing lights me up more than sharing and helping people who are good people to live great lives. I'm not really about helping people, people. <laughs> people who are maybe not the givers on this planet and so on and so forth my people who I'm really here to serve it's the person who has this kindest heart who's conscientious who's hardworking, who's like when's it going to be my time and what's really become clear to me is that I want to help you if you are one of those people who you work hard and you try hard and you're really deserving, but you haven't quite got yet what you want in your life. That's my thing is to help and to support you. Anyway, okay, I'm going to zip it on that. Before I speak to what I'm speaking to today, which is specifically how to manifest money in brackets or anything, because as I said before, you can apply what I'm saying here, what I'm sharing here to any topic in your life. I do want to say that right now I have one space to work one-to-one -one with somebody. If you feel like you need a bit more of a leg up, particularly in the sort of area of manifesting, but anything to do with manifesting mindset, really 
helping you to step into your greatness using those two things mindset and manifestation then just be in touch you can just go to the website relaxmehappy.co.uk and email me from there or you can dm me my details are on instagram but i do have one space you can just message me with any questions or if you want to book then please do that because i would love to support you in in that way okay in essence, what I'm going to talk about today, encapsulated in one word, is sorry, I've still got Susie sat on my lap. You can't see her because she's below the level of the camera, but she's she's keeping me company. It's really sweet. So, in one word, is embodiment. Now, if you are into this whole manifesting stuff, you've likely heard that word, that term spoken of and banded about before but I'm going to go into quite a lot of depth in this episode on embodiment and exactly what is meant when this word is used now I've shared this before I forget it's probably on here but I can't remember certainly on TikTok I think that in order to manifest anything now the nuts and bolts of manifesting are not complex okay it is really simple that doesn't mean it's easy to live it day in day out but it's not complicated in order to manifest anything you need these two pieces these two parts at play the first is you need to figure out what's the essence of what you want so for me the essence of what i'm most keenly focused on at the moment is um is is wealth is abundance and the essence of that in its simplistic form is that that me with lots of wealth i feel really really relaxed and calm so if you're looking to manifest the love of your life it's like well what would you feel like with that love present in your life what's the essence of that maybe you'd feel deeply cherished or connected perhaps you want to manifest a healthy body what's the essence of being in embodying living in that healthy body perhaps you just feel really vital so you want to focus on vitality so the first part is you figure out the essence of whatever it is you want to manifest and you must consistently feel the feels of this okay so on a regular basis daily feel that feeling of for me it would be just deeply calm and relaxed because of how law of attraction works so i've got a crazy rogue hair going on here because of how law of attraction works put simply law of attraction is like attracts like when you are an energetic match to what you desire consistently it must in divine timing be yours now the second part the second piece of the equation is to not mess it up not f it up <laughs> i don't swear on this podcast so i'm not going to say the word but you know what the word is um and actually uh on that i'm doing which i'm also really excited about a masterclass on tuesday the 4th of october 7 30 i think it is as from um last month every masterclass i do bi-monthly will be free if you're in my membership but it's 25 pounds to join if you're not a member but i'm going to be doing a whole masterclass on this because it is so important so i'm going to be teaching you 
all the different thought processes. It's mostly a mindset thing, but stuff that we do to mess it up, to block our own manifestation, okay? But in essence, when you have these two things at play, in place, it's only a matter of divine timing. This is universal law. One of the things I say all the time in Manifesting Miracles, and the next one is coming up soon, I can't remember the date, but if you are interested, DM me or message me on that as well. But what I say in Manifesting Miracles is, just like gravity, if you've got a set of boobs, as you get older, they're going to be sinking a bit, right? <laughs> Unless you do something uh, about it. That's the way that gravity works every single time. You can rely on it. You never like throw something and it starts to go up. It always goes down. You can rely on it. You can rely on law of attraction in exactly the same way. And I've talked about this. Um, I think it was on an Instagram live because I had the inspiration and it was really something that came through powerfully for me how it can seem like life is unfair because you don't get what you deserve you get what you expect and so people that have these big egos in some ways have an advantage ultimately they don't but on in some ways they do and I was like I was questioning like how can this be fair how can this be loving because I believe that the universe is based on this benevolence and this love and this and this fairness and the reason why it's fair is because law of attraction never fails you. You can rely on it. And that is deeply loving because it leads to this sense of safety and certainty. Okay, so two things. Be a consistent energetic match to what you desire and don't mess it up. And if you want more help on that, please, please come to the masterclass because it's going to be freaking awesome. So some of you will know that I've been studying this manifesting law of attraction stuff for about 20 years, a long time, okay? And I've said this before, because of my personality type, I'm a projector in human design. That means we go deep on stuff. I'm very analytical. I have so many questions, like why, 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 why I've been asking. I think I started about the age of four and I have not stopped since then. Um, and so I <laughs> heard it all, seen it all, been through it all, mostly myself, well, not mostly, but a lot of it myself. And one of the biggest traps that we all potentially, if not all of us fall into when it comes to wanting to shift things, to change things, to manifest anything, is that we often take this stance of, I'll be happy when. Okay, Robert Holden, I think, coined the term destination addiction, which you will recognize when I tell you what it is. Destination addiction is, oh, I'll relax on the weekend. I'll feel better when I've finished school. All I want is to find the man or woman of my dreams and then I'll feel complete. I just want to lose that last half a stone and then I'll feel good in my body. All I need is a pay rise, so I've got a bit more money. It's this, we're on this hedonic treadmill of destination addiction, I'll be happy when. It really sucks and it is ineffective. Okay, so the trap we fall into is we, we say, I can't be happy until I have this thing that I want. And we pin our, our hopes and our happiness on this external thing and this future time. The biggest challenge with this 
is that it flies in the face of universal law and universal law states that you have to go first, okay? It's not, I'll be happy when, it's get happy then. So I haven't watched it for a while, but one of my quote unquote guilty pleasures, I don't really believe in that term, but I use it tongue in cheek. One of my guilty pleasures used to be watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. It was just something that I'd put on and I could totally zone out. I wouldn't be thinking about work and <laughs> manifesting and um, all that sort of stuff that my brain just goes, sometimes goes round and round on. And one of the things I noticed about the Kardashians, obviously in worldly terms, they are, all of them, I guess, really successful and wealthy. But what I noticed was they had this sense of fun before they ever were really successful. And this is a good example of what I'm talking about. Interestingly, I follow someone on Instagram called Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina. She teaches on manifestation, no surprise. And she posted yesterday some stories of her like five, six years ago. And it was really fascinating for me to see that she had this similar sense of fun pre her success in the physical world. And so this really trips us up okay in my personal life at the moment my financial situation is not where I ultimately desire it to be but if I keep talking about focusing on worrying about thinking about quote unquote not having enough money the universe can't bring me more because I am not an energetic match to that if you are single and you really want to meet the the guy or woman of your dreams and your story is there are no good guys uh you know I'm so lonely life has no option other than to bring you more evidence of what you are talking about so the biggest challenge potentially is to begin to embrace body the version of you to become the version of you who is already living that life that you desire who already has the thing or the stuff or the situation that you want okay so sorry I'm just looking at my notes here and Susie's coming back to sit on my lap um the the quote okay I wasn't sure which, where I was going to go next because I've got two options but I know what I'm going to do now okay so <laughs> with Susie's tail um featuring on on the podcast she's just trying to decide what she's going to do do you want to sit down Susie <laughs> the joys of, of home podcasting so I I have a book here that I can't remember when I got this book but a little while ago called Atomic Habits by James Clear I've no idea where I found James Clear, um, cannot remember. What tends to happen with me when I read a book that is any good is there will be a nugget or two, three maybe, that I that really sticks out to me. And I think this is something that's probably in my zone of genius where I can just perceive something and go, that is freaking powerful and the thing that stood out to me from atomic habits which is uh, i do rate it's a great book was in it james clear the author talked about a friend of his who lost a lot of weight and the key thing if not really the only thing that she did 
to achieve success in her weight on her weight loss journey was she asked on repeat the question what would a thin person do what would a thin person do so I guess she'd be out having dinner and she'd open the menu and there'd be a myriad of options and to guide her she'd say what would a thin person do and by the way, I'm not talking about thin being better than fat or dieting being good or any of that stuff. That's not the point. It's just how she used this question and that it worked for her. Okay, so when I, I think this is the right time, but I'm not sure. I think it was when I got back from holiday and I realized, you know what? I haven't been fully in my power for a bit. I've been ill. I actually, I haven't had enough time or space to really dedicate to my connection to the divine which I know is the most important thing because everything that I desire everything that you desire everything that anyone desires comes by this connection anything that that has true depth and value and meaning so it's like mm, I've been doing some of the stuff but it hasn't landed fully so I had this renewed vigor and further is that a word <laughs> sounds weird now i'm saying it for my manifesting wealth it's like okay i'm i'm done with this now beeps getting real and so the question came to me that i've just shared with you what would a thin person do now that's not the question that i used obviously so i've got my favorite favorite jeans on in the whole world and they have like a big rip in the back and as I move then I'm like oh no I think it's ripped more <laughs> that sinking feeling because um I don't know where I'm going to get a better pair of jeans there must be a better pair because that's my belief in terms of how the universe works but maybe I need to focus on manifesting that anyway I'm getting off track <laughs> as usual but at some point, and I can't actually remember when this happened. Um, I the th the thing that helps me to focus on wealth is imagining a hundred million pounds. Like if I think of a million or two million, five million, I get all caught up in the details. I'm not a specific manifester. Some of you might be a specific manifester, and you'll know that you are because when you think about all the ins and outs of um the house that you want or the relationship it will feel good when I get into specifics I start thinking too much and I'm not manifesting then I'm just future tripping so I'm a general manifester so when I think about 100 million pounds my brain doesn't get all involved in the details because it, it feels like this this big thing and it, it it works for me and so what I decided was I am going to like Beyonce, her, um, I can't think what the right term is now, you're probably going to be shouting at me, but she has this, Sasha Fierce is her, uh, oh God, what's the term? No, it's gone. That like this character, for want of a better word, that she steps into before she goes on stage, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on 100 million me. That's how I term it. It could be 100 million pounds me, but that just doesn't roll off the tongue as, as well for me. So 100 million me. So I've written, I'll show you um, in my notebook here, some like feelings that this 100 million, million me feels on the regular, like vibrant, focused, positive, healthy, abundant, resourceful, grounded, lucky, this whole page of, of feelings, right? And so 
this is what I have been doing since I got back from holiday. Well, there's essentially two things. Number one is ask this question and really focus on the answer to it and journal on it um, heaps. What would 100 million me do? How would, how would 100 million me feel about this? How does 100 million me deal with this kind of thing? Okay. And also, I've made sure that there is enough white space, enough time in my diary for me to sleep, for me to rest, for me to meditate, for me to come back into alignment. Because this is what I realized, I think I said this earlier, in the last couple of months, there's not been enough of this. So I can be doing my bit of meditating, a gratitude list, and this will probably happen with some people that are in my membership, maybe they're listening to meditations, but they're not doing anything else and they're not giving themselves the space and the grace to actually allow this stuff to work. So those two things, giving myself enough time and space to rest, to come back into alignment, because I talked about this before, if you're tired, you can't be aligned and everything that you desire and, and dream of and wish and hope for comes on the back of you being in alignment so it's freaking insanity to not focus here okay and then I've been using this question on repeat so say it's like it's like I'm trying to think of, of how to, to word this properly but my current situation financially I will ask how does how does 100 million me feel about this how, what would 100 million me do about this and it doesn't mean me with a hundred million pounds it means that character in me that stance in me and for me having a lot of money is is really same as being aligned it brings up the same feelings of just being sort of in, invincible and invulnerable and resourced and resourceful and so on and so forth so when I ask this question it's akin to asking how would my soul deal with this okay it's really powerful you're if if you were able to fully allow the perspective of your soul to flow to and through you at any point in time it would have this real let me at it attitude it would like if i think about my current situation with my home and so on from more of a human perspective, it would be things like, oh my God, I've got this home to look after and it needs things doing to it that I can't afford at the moment. And it, it feels like a responsibility and this, that, and the other. If you ask what 100 million me thinks about it or my soul, use them interchangeably, it's gonna say, right, this is a great starting point because that's how it sees any point in your life. You could be extremely unwell or in a really toxic relationship or financially like completely scuppered from a human perspective. Your soul is just like, this is my bouncing off point. This is my catalyst. This is what I've got to work with and I will make this work for me. That's the mantra that I used when I was getting divorced. You might have heard me say before, really, really powerful and empowering. So you can use this question relative to anything that you want to manifest okay so say yours is a really healthy you okay and and at the moment you're not healthy you you start to write out get really hone in on 
what is the character of this healthy version of you like what are the characteristics of that version what are their boundaries like how do they deal when with feeling unwell how do they deal with having too much on their plate how do they deal with people sort of trying to cross their boundaries how do they feel about your current situation so you take this perspective of the version of you that you desire to be who's living the life that you desire to have and you ask how would they feel about this so how would the healthy version of you how would super healthy you feel about your lack of health now they would see it as an opportunity they would start researching they would rest whatever it is so what we're doing is we are flipping the script the disempowered very human perspective is to say well how could i possibly feel vital when i'm really unwell how could i begin to do that but this is what we a have to do and b absolutely can do now of course when i was really unwell with covid wasn't quite the right time to be recording this podcast for example but i could still begin to lean into that perspective this is how you affect and impact change essentially you've got two choices you either live in a very conditional manner so you're just beholden to circumstances and events and at the moment of course there is so much talk the C word has been replaced with the R word. And what I mean by that, if you don't know, is recession. And so a lot of people are pooping their pants and thinking, oh my God, my finances are going to go down the drain and so on and so forth, because they they believe that they can only do as well as external circumstances allow. And there is so much fear that underpins this, that you have to then somehow manage with alcohol or the chocolate shopping whatever it might be or you decide to live an unconditional life and you say life might be 10% circumstances but it's 90% whatever it is what I do about it the fact that there's a recession or that there's COVID and so on and so forth is irrelevant in terms of my response. I can be in the midst of a pandemic and decide that I'm going to really up level my health game. I can be in the midst of a recession and decide that I'm going to really up level my wealth game. And of course, we all know that there are people who thrive under all conditions and there are people who fail under the best of conditions too, because it isn't the conditions that are designed or meant to determine your experience of life. It's what happens on the inside. But this is a shift to get your head round. It's not, I'll be happy when, it's get happy then. Okay, so I have been asking this question on repeat. Even like, for example, when there are challenges with my ex-husband, it's like, well, how does 100 million me <laughs> feel about this? And a lot of the time, what it comes down to is zero beeps given. Just not bothered, just unperturbed. And also thinking about, so my daughter is going back to see the specialist on the 10th, I think it is, 10th or the 11th of October to discuss what will happen about her scoliosis. On a human level, nothing really freaks me out much more than this. Like you, those of you with kids will appreciate this. When anything's up with your child, that, that can really rock you. And, and it definitely has the potential to do that for me. But it's like, okay, how does 100 million me feel about this? 100 million me feels 
confident and grounded and settled and sure. And so she brings that to the table in respect of anything and everything. If you want to manifest love into your life, okay, well, how does that in love version of you feel about the recession, for example? Not that bothered. Uh, more easy breezy. Your mind will argue with this. That's part of the course. If you are someone who is determined to stick in your mind, stick with your mind, probably not going to be listening to this anyway, but you're not going to take this and run with it because the mind's only going to get you so far. But if you want to transcend and go beyond that and live a life that is miraculous, and as I said at the start, be a good person with a great life, then you want to allow this question to guide you. Make a version of it that works for you relative to anything you want to manifest. Somebody I was talking to on Instagram yesterday wants to manifest something in her business. Okay, so how does a boss businesswoman <laughs> feel about the recession? She is unperturbed, for example. She has a sense of resolve and empowerment and confidence. She knows that the success of her business is not determined by the economy. And when you begin to embody this version of you, so I'm just checking my notes. When you embody this version of you and you choose it again and again, how does she feel? How does she respond? What would she do? What are her boundaries like? How does she treat herself? And so on and so forth. Life has no option other to acquiesce and to respond to you. As I said earlier, this is universal law. Something else that I share in Manifesting Miracles is me passing my driving test. So when I passed my driving test like six gazillion years ago, I, I took lessons with someone called BSM. And my dad paid for like a small number, it was something like 10 lessons. And I had literally one other lesson with my stepdad. And that was it. And I was not a competent driver at that point. I hate to say I am now, but I wasn't at that point. When I went to the test center, I knew I have to pass this test. This is not something that's that's in question because I can't afford any more lessons and I want to be able to drive a car. So I am passing my test today. And I said some kind of prayer to my late nan. I can't remember the details, but it's like, I'm passing. Anyway, I, not long after we left the test center, hit a mini roundabout and then I went the wrong way and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Got back and was like, yeah, I'm not sure how that's gone. And the, the Instructor said to me, I'm pleased to tell you you've passed. I was like, what? On paper, I should not have passed. I got home and I told my family and they were all aghast. Like, how did you pass? You are rubbish. <laughs> it wasn't to do with my ability at that point. It was because my energy was decided. There was no like what Abraham Hicks called wobble factor in it. Okay. And when you figure out who is the version of you, already in receipt of that thing or those things that you desire and show up again and again and again, it must in divine timing be yours. Now, the other thing I just wanna say before I wrap up is that I've alluded to this a couple of times, but in the last couple of months, I haven't quite had the, the white space or the time to rest and to come back into alignment, which is massive. I have in the last like few days, week, whatever it is. And, I noticed that 
the the words and like in in love notes and in the meditations were more of a concept they were more of a cerebral idea I wasn't they weren't landing with me in the way that they usually do because I was missing that white space that downtime and so if you're like I kind of get it but I don't really feel it this is probably the missing piece for you you're not sleeping enough you're not spending enough time on your own or in nature you're not spending enough time doing whatever you know fills your cup up we say it so often it's become cliche but it is absolutely key and since I've been back I've been listening day and night morning and night to the magnetized money meditation that's one of the things I'm using which is in the members area if you don't know to help me to manifest wealth and I have had dreams where cool stuff related to the like like for example I was on a yacht and my friend was on a yacht and these other cool things it's my subconscious going there which is a, a key sign that my energy is shifting I can also feel I feel more grounded and so on and so forth and so I know energy precedes the physical it is on the way I am doing the work and I'm no different to you okay but i could not do this when my environment was not conducive to my alignment so sometimes there'll be tweaks to make it's all about energy right when we when we leave a job that's not right for us or an unhealthy relationship or whatever or we do something to make ourselves look better it's not about that physical stuff it's about the energetic shift that the physical can bring about people get confused by this they think that oh if i take this action i'm going to feel better but it's the feeling better that is where it really comes from you can take action to do that that's fine but don't forget what's really at play is the energetic shift that comes and so what i want to leave you with is when you embody when you consistently embody the version of you who is already living your dream life and quantum physics tells us that that already exists and we're tuning into it when you consistently embody this version of you life must bring to you either that or something even better it's not a trick it's not something that the universe decides oh we don't have plan a so we'll give them plan b it's something that you would like genuinely legitimately even more it must be yours in divine timing one of the things that you can borrow from me is my knowing i have seen this happen so many times and i've been in this situation so many times in my life that i know it there's not one shred of doubt in my being that this stuff works the only time it's quote unquote not working is that is when you are not working it and this is an amazing thing because you can always shift that okay so it's about embodiment it's about asking that question on repeat what would 100 million me do about this or wh whatever your version of that is I would love to know what you are manifesting at the moment and the question that you come up with and how you get on with it. And if you have any questions on the back of it, I am really happy to answer. I can't remember the date that I've set for the next Manifesting Miracles, but I think it's some point in October. If you want to join, let me know. Or if you want to nab that one-to-one -one spot, also let me know. I really, really hope you found this helpful. If you are happy to share on your social media that you listened, I would so appreciate that. It, people like me say this all the time, but I can't tell you how much it makes my day when I get a message from you. Like someone messaged on Instagram and said that a post I made months and months ago 
she kept in mind and it gave her hope and it helped to manifest something. And you never know that unless the person tells you. And when you're a content creator and you do it for the love of it, you don't necessarily get a lot of feedback and it means so much. So <laughs> if you'd be happy to do that, I would super appreciate you. I will be back next week. I am going to pre-record the episode because I'm actually going to be in Spain on the Monday back late Tuesday but the episode will go out anyway episode two of season two <laughs> phew hopefully I kind of did okay I'll probably realize now that I've made some technical error and haven't recorded the whole thing <laughs> I feel like it was okay and yeah thanks for listening I will be back next week in the meantime sending you loads of love and please know I have got your back if you're one of those people that I describe as a good person who wants a great life. I'm your cheerleader. I see you. I get you. I'm backing you. I am here for you. Lots of love. Until next time.